Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I hardly know her. This show is not suitable for young listeners due to explicit language and sometimes explicit themes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to episode 63 of Teach Me Tiger. Wow. Whoa. 63. 63. Will you still need me? Will you still need me? Will you when still I'm need 63? us? Will you still need us at episode 64? I hope so. Is that the real one? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> to Teach Me Tiger, the show where I, Melody, get to hang out with my friends and learn about new stuff. Hooray! I'm Melody Starkweather, and guesting today is my very good buddy and sometimes co-host and even co-creator of the Mother Flippin' Show, <gasps> Sarah and Wright. hey Today, Sarah and I will be talking about Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> yes and making art yeah in tatooine on tatooine on tatooine yeah okay cool 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 i've been there me too cool 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 is there cool. right mm-hmm. yeah how mm-hmm. was how was your week or like uh how's your pandemic any week peaks <laughs> how's your pandemic oh okay so i started taking an art class on the internet an art class on the internet, pray tell. It's um, Kara Bullock Art School. Okay. And she offers like, she's got like 200 artists it, who do it. You can do all different kinds of things. Yeah. And then what I'm doing is freeing your lines, um, studying the art of Egon Schiegel. Schiegel? Schiegel. You know the guy. I know who you mean, but I can't think of how what his name really is. E- Egon Schiele. Yeah, Egon Schiele. Oh, yeah, he's that guy. He does, like, yeah. really crazy uh, portraits of people that are, like, um, they almost look like, they remind me of stained glass in a weird way. Oh, wow. I don't know. It has like weird. A, it has a luminescent, glassy quality to it. Well. IMO. Fun fact, he studied with Gustav Klimt, one of my very favorite artists. Bugger off, Charlie. Listen, we're trying to record this podcast, and this fucking cat keeps trying to eat her snacks stop you know what else he does pees in my house does that and i want him to d-i-e die (laughs) i didn't say that out loud (laughs) you did everyone knows i'm a cat murderer you not a cat lady i would (sighs) anyway yeah it's been really great tell me all about it i've been making all kinds of art and you just like sketch the first class i've only actually taken one of them Mm -hmm. so far is just like sketching drawings that he's done okay and i'm finding that very cool nice i love it so is it uh whatever sort of media you want or is it specific it's to certain specific media? yeah she'll be like get a pen and paper blah 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 use now use your pencil 
And then I can't do the second class because I don't have ink. Like oh. You're supposed to like do ink drawing. Right. Yeah. I have to buy some stuff. Does anyone want to send me money to buy art supplies? This podcast is a fundraiser for Sarah and Wright Artist. Yay. Send Sarah money. Do it. I'll make, um, what's that called? Me only fans only. Only yeah. fans. Only fans. I'm going to make an only fans. But it's just art. <laughs> yeah. But I'll draw some titties. There you go. Yeah. Send me money. Only fans. Fans only. <laughs> art for titties. <laughs> <laughs> this is going really well so far. Wow. Wow. Um, I believe this is what we're what they call old hats. Old hats. But hat we're trick. actually like fresh hot hats. Like yeah. the hottest, freshest hats you ever did see. <laughs> I'm a fresh and hot hat. <laughs> I'm the hottest, freshest hat. <laughs> what kind of hat would you be if you were a hat? Wow, great question. Um, <laughs> great question. I'm on CNN. I You'd be a fascinator. Would I? Sorry, go. Um, yeah, kind of like a fascinator, but mm-hmm. not like those newfangled ones. I'd be no. like an old-timey classic mm-hmm. fascinator. Mm-hmm. Like I used to have one. I think I finally got rid of it because it was all broken, but it was like it sort of sat on the crown of your head and had feathers like in the back mm-hmm. over your updo, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe one I of those. It. I'd I be like, that. I'd have the fascination in the back. <laughs> real. And business in the front. Backdoor best. <laughs> a real backdoor best. That's the second time tonight that Mel's thrown that out. I want everyone out there to know she's a real backdoor best. Real backdoor best. What about you? What kind of hat would you be? Uh, I just actually on the note of backdoor best, I mm. wanted everyone to know that if anyone asks you a question that starts with, can I ask you something personal? Yes. They're a hundred percent going to ask you about anal sex. Every time. Every it's, I know damn it's time. Like, I'm like, yeah, I know what you're going to ask. Okay. And they're like, Oh my God, how'd you know? I'm like, well, okay. I would be, I'd be some sort of sturdy hat, like an old timey hat that like like a newsboy maybe but i don't like how they look but something like that like a practical sturdy oh i know water resistant you'd be one of those fishing hats with all the pockets and the favorite lures (laughs) i probably would although i resent that except instead of lures it would be like sex toys sex toys they'd be so heavy and awkward (laughs) like just like (laughs) smashing your face with a fucking that back massage vibrator everyone loves just hanging off your hat a hitachi magic wand hitachi magic wand <laughs> by yours today sponsored by, by hitachi, hitachi magic, magic wand, wand. <laughs> tm <laughs> tmrn cool, oh, well. cool oh how was your week what was your week peak okay tell me so my week peak has been the same the last couple of weeks. Uh-huh. And what it is, is... Okay, so I've moved into my own little house. It's so cute. Thank you. Thank you. And my 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 peak, it's a little more abstract. Okay, okay. It, it all falls under the greater umbrella of self-care, which Ooh, is a... Ooh, hashtag self-care. It's a, it's a phrase that I sort of abhor. Mm-hmm, However... Mm-hmm. Whore, count me in. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) And we're back together again. You're welcome, (laughs) audience. Um, But yeah, self-care. So I've been like romancing myself really hard. I've been taking really like hot 
baths with like candlelight and listening to like Mazzy Star and like Mm -hmm. moody music from the 90s. Do you drink wine in the bath? I do. Mm. I drink wine in the baths. I have even been known to smoke a bowl of marijuana. No. In the bath. What? Right? Someone called the cops. This girl's gone crazy. Girl's gone wild. But it's legal. It's like divorcee's gone wild. Oh, yes. Divorcee. I love it. Divorcee. And I've been doing yoga. Uh Uh-huh. Another thing I've been doing that's really fun. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. As part of my, like, physical self-care is I was like, my teeth look too yellow. It's making me look old. Guess what? What? You know what? What? I've been flossing every damn day. What? And I've been brushing with baking soda, and it's making my teeth white again. Wow. That's a whole, that's a cool thing you can do. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Brush with baking soda. Take a note. Throw some hydrogen peroxide on that fucking toothbrush. Yeah. You're, that's what those whitening kits are. Hydrogen baking peroxide. soda and hydrogen peroxide. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've got a white, bright smile. My skin is smooth as satin. It is. It is. Satiny, smooth skin. Mm-hmm. I'm a hot young hat. A hot hat. <laughs> My fascination in the back. Because <laughs> you're a real backdoor Bessie. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I've just been like really leaning into the self-care and uh-huh. like relaxation thing. Another thing uh, that I've been doing is like, now, to many people, this would sound not at all like a win. Okay. But I've just been like watching TV and just actually yes. sitting and watching it and uh, not doing another thing at the same time. It's a win. Like you're not folding children's laundry. I'm not folding laundry. I'm not like doing ordering for work or like working on a painting for someone. Mm-hmm, I'm just mm-hmm. straight up like watching the tube, watching a fucking show. The boob tube. The boob tube. Get in there. Yep. You always know what the flicky dick is? What? For your boob tube? The flicky dick. Flicky what do you dick? call it? I don't know, but I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Welcome to Two Ladies Being Pervs. <laughs> yeah. With Melody and Sarah. Yeah, you know what? Here we are. Rocking like a hurricane. I wish I was ovulating right now. I'd be so much grosser. Can we just talk a little bit about being a woman mm-hmm, in your... Mm-hmm. Mid to late 30s mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how intense ovulation is. Uh, like, look the fuck out, men, if you're into men. Uh, we're going to get you. We're gonna One way or ya. another. We're going to find you. We're going to get you. Get you. Get you. I've been known to send text messages to hot Whoa. men that literally say, I'm going to get you. Yeah. Only I, when I'm ovulating. I Mostly when I'm ovulating. I'm all When I'm ovulating, I am like a flirt machine. It's dangerous. I'm like... So glad I live in the woods because I, I, otherwise I, you'd just be fucking. I'm a, I'm a sneeze away from a good philandering. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry, Greg. He's like, it's true. I know. So for all you men out there, if you have a partner in their <clears throat> mid to early to mid to late thirties, <clears throat> like us young hats, I mean, we're like 26, so. It's amazing that we have the sex drive of, of mid a to late 30-year-olds. Late 30s. Uh, so when your lady be ovulating, she's going to want to get some. And it's kind of a, like when it rains, it pours. Get now, amongst it. Yeah, I now. don't care if you're tired. I don't care if you had a hard day at work. Mm-hmm. It's now or never until next time she's ovulating. Hit it. In approximately like 28 days yeah. or whatever. You want to wait 28 days for that sweet, sweet ass? No. No. No, you don't. You're going to have to. And guess what? So get it. That lady... She don't want to wait either. She don't want to wait either. 
don't make her don't make her wait. Look outside your yard. Don't make her cut your neighbor's grass. No. That's not how that works usually. That Are you talking about pubic hair. I don't know anymore. I always cut pubic hair <laughs> to get in the mood. <laughs> you know that little tuft in the toilet that won't flush? Oh god. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so um, also on that self-care tip, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on that self-care tip, just a tip, tip of the penis, you may have noticed. <laughs> okay. We're back, and we're back. <laughs> you may have noticed I've been struggling to keep making this podcast. You may have noticed that. Did anyone notice that? I bet nobody did because they just love you so much, and they're like, I don't even know where to go with that. But they just it. love you. But why, Mel? Tell us why. What's well, been going on in your life? Well, I did um, on episode 61 with Kim Angel, which was Mm. a really fun one about online dating. If you haven't listened, it's very fun. But I did divulge that my husband and I separated and I've moved into my own sweet little lady house where I ovulate like crazy. Mm -hmm. She's just always dropping eggs around here. Pew, pew. You see this place. Um, Anyway, so I am going to keep doing the podcast. I'm going to do it. However, for the foreseeable future, at least, I will be going to releasing episodes every three weeks instead of every two. Which I think anyone who hears us should send a message of support to Melody for doing that. Because that is part of self-care. And we the people, unlike us women waiting for our men when we're ovulating, we will wait for you, Melody. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. I'm never too horny to not wait for your podcast. (laughs) Too horny for a lot of stuff, but never too horny to not wait for podcasts. <laughs> for podcasts. Because <laughs> I can uh, philander. That's right. I can listen to other podcasts while I'm waiting for my main squeeze. True. There are some great ones out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm not quitting. I'm just going to go a little easier on myself because I'm all about self-care right yes. now. It's my turn to shine. And I'm, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I just don't want to shine so bright I burn out, you know? You know? Burn in the candle both ends, yellow, hashtag fucking self-care hashtag self-care live love laugh anyway moving on let's okay um sarah i don't know if you know this what on this show we like to play a little game called (laughs) icebreakers what roll up your sleeves pull up your socks reach on into melody's box icebreakers sarah it's been a while it's been a minute um, would you like to reach your arm right up to the elbow, deep into my box? Hang on. It's wet. Oh, I found there. something. Found something. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you mean talking about anal sex within the first 30 seconds of your podcast isn't an icebreaker? <laughs> Consider my eyes broken. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? Air horn. That's that what that is. I love that. But yeah. only like when people's mouths make it. That's what she said. Hey, what do you love? What noise or sound do I love? Do you know what noise I love? What? I'm about to get sentimenty. <laughs> I think I know it. I think I just psychicked it. What is really? it? So those of you who have children or are mm-hmm. around children, do you know the noise that a baby makes when they're sleeping and they shift and they go like, mm-hmm. oh. and I then your one. kids get older and you think that they're, not babies anymore but then when they're sleeping they still make that sweet noise Mm -hmm. i love it so much i love um baby breastfeeding sound oh yeah you know and they kind of like gas like new babies like little babies Mm -hmm. and they kind of like gulp and gasp and make like 
Sounds like yeah. a little critter. Yeah. A little fucking critter. Oh, man. Baby. Someone bring a baby over here. Don't do it. Oh, never mind. We're going solo bolo. No babies allowed. <gasps> no babies. Not till Sunday morning. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Except <laughs> for us, if you bring your baby here. <laughs> we will put your baby in the corner because we're not dealing with babies. But they make cute sounds. And congratulations on your new baby. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, motherfucker. All right. Cool. How does your ice feel? Broken. Broken? Broken? Yeah. yeah. You're sitting in a wet puddle? It's moist. Ooh. It's moist. Warm. Moist. Moist. Icebreakers. Um, cool. Great. Let's talk about tattooing and making art. Let's do it. That's what we're here to talk about. We're both artists. Did you all know that? We make art. We're artists. We're artists. Um, I'm a fucking artist. Cool. Great. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So we did talk about some of this stuff a bit in episode 31, <laughs> mm-hmm. in which you, Sarah Wright, me, Melody Starkweather, and Liz Cooper talked a bit about our different art practices. It was mm-hmm, right when mm-hmm. Sarah was stepping down as co-host, Liz was stepping up. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of reviewing and maybe just filling in newer listeners, can you tell me about your art practice? Oh my God, that's a really open-ended question. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what do you do for a job when it's not a worldwide pandemic? That's a more specific one. I mm-hmm, like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Melody. Yes. I'm a tattoo artist. Wow. Actually, I have a few side hustles also. But right now we'll talk about a tattoo. What's known as hand poke tattoo or stick and poke tattoo. Does or even that- prison tattoo. Sometimes people say that. Right. Which so makes are you, you feel tough. Are you using like a big pen that you've sort of sharpened into mm-hmm, a shank mm-hmm, on one end mm-hmm. and then and maybe you put like the ink in the thing like a I like just one of those- spit on the table yep. and I burn some paper to make like charcoal and yep. I like rub it together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I, yeah, and then I just use a big pen. I dip it in that. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's really weird that they're not letting you continue to do this it's so during weird. the pandemic. It's so weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's human spit. Uh, I have a tattoo that was made that way. Do you actually? I have a huge tattoo on my leg that was a rusty found in a basement Ulfa knife wow. where we cut into our flesh <laughs> oh, and then burnt everything we could find and like ash cigarettes onto a table and made a paste and then rubbed it into it. Shock me, shock me, shock me. <laughs> Empire Records. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Did it get it. infected? <laughs> no. Hold on. Okay, we're looking at it. So it's pretty yes. light in color. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to do yeah. a, a prison tattoo with ash and spit... Don't do that. Probably don't. Just don't. Okay. But also, it's going to come out kind of light. It's pretty light, thank Christ, because it's just a bunch of X's from my ankle to my knee, mm-hmm. and it's horrific. <laughs> Looks yeah. like I was in a gang fight. <laughs> Which I, I was. Know. Oh, okay, cool. We okay. were drinking moonshine. We were in the East Coast. Shit got weird. Were you literally quick. drinking moonshine? We were literally drinking moonshine. We could only afford hot dogs. We drove all the way out there from a change tube. Change? Like we had a... So when we buy fancy whiskey it, or scotch, it's in like a tube. Right. And we had a little hole in the top and we fill it with change. Yes. And my husband and I and his brother put our change together and took his three children and drove to the East Coast in a rented van, which we fucked up. 
and then ate hot dogs for a week and <laughs> and that was our big splurge night we actually ate like some form of real meat and got a bunch of screech from like this weird neighbor down the hill and we were at the place the yeah. only reason we were there because a friend of ours's uncle lived off grid he was like a raging okay. alcoholic uh-huh as brilliant a is. brilliant man yeah and he killed himself oh and our friend was supposed to go and check the property for the family, but he didn't want to go. And so we went up. And when we got there, like, it was in the middle of fucking nowhere on this hill. No one around except for this one weird neighbor down the hill. And by hill, I mean, like, there was, when we arrived, there was, like, clouds. We were in the clouds. It was, like, the mountains. It was Cape Breton, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we found was, like, his half-smoked pipe beside his easy chair. Oh, my God. Which my brother-in-law sat down and smoked the rest of right away. And his whole house was filled with these, like, super intense books, like The Origins of Totalitarianism by Hannah Arendt and shit. Whoa. Like, And he just couldn't cut it. And we found, like, love notes and poems to this local village woman who was married in between the pages of the books. Oh, my gosh. And he hung himself in the basement of that house. It was oh. intense. Wow. Anyway. So, and that's then- not how I tattoo. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, that's an example of what not to do. Don't do that. Right. Unless you have that exact circumstance, then right. definitely in, do it. In which case, you have to. You have to do if it. If you don't, something terrible will befall you. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I use all the same supplies that what you would think of as a traditional tattoo artist use. You know, tattoo needles that would, again, traditionally go into a tattoo gun. Yeah, so I it's the same. My, ha- my hand needle? is the gun. Same needles. I, you know, I say that all the time. My hand is the gun. My, uh, my pew, hand pew. is the gun. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Same inks, same, like, literally everything. I just don't have a gun. Anyway, it's very quiet. It's very gentle on your flesh and your skin. Right. You heal so quickly. It's way less painful. Yeah. And I just love it. I just fell in love with it. So do you... Do you plan to stick with hand poking specifically? Or do you think you would go to a machine? Do I plan to stick with stick and poke? I've been thinking about getting a machine and Mm -hmm. frigging around with it. And just offering both. Like, I just don't want to limit myself. And I've been doing bigger and bigger pieces with more and more color. Mm -hmm. And there there are pieces that would just go faster with a machine. You know, there's specific machine. Or well, like I'll tr- I'll let people know. You know, if they come come to me with a a piece that I think, you know what? No, go to a beautiful qualified tattoo artist who uses a machine. That'll be, you know, it's a better fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to be able to do both. Do, yeah. do you see yourself like um? This is just a little technical question. Oh, I love this. Ooh. Um, do you see yourself, you know, uh, mastering the machine, and then like, would it make sense in a bigger piece to do some stuff with the machine, and mm-hmm. then some stuff with the hand poking? I would is love to thing? do that. Like that's what in my like everyday art practices, mm-hmm. I tend to be multidisciplinary mm-hmm, and I like mm-hmm. to use all kinds of things to make a piece of art and tattooing is the same thing. And I would love to be able to utilize every tool at my disposal. Like if they come out with a new way of tattooing, I'm going to fucking learn it. Like I, I want to know everything. Teach me everything. <laughs> Tiger. <laughs> Tiger. And do you think you could work like a rusty Ulfa knife into that or? Yeah, I think, you know, yeah. 
Yeah. I did tattoo both my husband and my brother-in-law that evening with said rusty Ulfa knife. There you go. And, you know, their tattoos are better than the one I got from them. <laughs> so. How long have you been tattooing? Tattooing. Tattooing. It's a good question. Uh, I started when I was pregnant with my fourth child. You'd never guess I had four kids. Oh, my God. I'm such a young hat. Such a young, hot, fresh, hat. Mm. What? So he's three. So four years. Yeah. Go. Did you tattoo a little bit before that? No. Only when I was pregnant okay. with Eli. Right. I like pierced people at parties, but that was different. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Fuck. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let me ask you. Did you that. tattoo? No, I've never tattooed. You should, though. I keep pressuring I know Melody. I like, please do it. Partner with me. Yeah. We'll yeah. open a shop. We'll get rich quick. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, we'll, Slowly, make, it, we'll make a steady income. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm interested in it for sure. It's just, um, well, I mean, as you know, mm -hmm. learning a new medium is a whole thing. It is. Yeah. Everybody says, like, when you're getting started, you just have to start tattooing people. People will volunteer. They will. They'll Fact. volunteer for you to, like, tattoo them. But mm -hmm. I I have, like, a slight needle phobia, which is, like, hilarious. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten over it for the most part. But I feel like I'm going to have a hard time piercing flesh with a needle. But you're not piercing it. Like, you don't. But it goes in. It goes in so little that you don't notice it's going in. So you have three layers of, what, skin? Yeah. How do I even say that? Yep. I'm epidermis? not a fucking scientist. Is epidermis one of them? I'm not That's a fucking geologist, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're epidermis. Epidermis is a word that I've heard before. And so if you're talking about multiple epidermis layers, do you call them epidermies? Yes. Yep. 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 Multiple you, you epidermis. You must be a geologist. I'm an I astrophysicist. I'm a geologist. I got my degree on the internet. Perfect. I'm a cloud doctor. So you're only going into the second layer. If you go into the third layer, it like the ink spreads out. Like if you put ink on tissue paper, mm -hmm. you know, it goes like, Pew! and that's when you get blowouts and shit. Right. And if you go past that, you're just piercing someone. And in that case, you should just be a piercer. Um, I have like a crappy tattoo from when I was 18 mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's very bumpy. How, what makes them bumpy? The tattoo artist went too deep. Okay. And so there's probably a bit of a blowout there and there's scar tissue. Right. And it's very common, especially of all of us who have that shitty 18-year-old lower back, upper back, you know, near your crotch dolphin or whatever tattoo that you Listen, know, it's you a Nepalese, it. like, pattern from a bag my friend bought in Nepal, okay? <laughs> it's from a bag. <laughs> but tattooing then was more of like, you know, you'd picture, like, this 46-year-old overweight guy named Butch. His name was Benny. Oh, and there you he go. was probably more like 55. Oh, cute. Did he have a belly? Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he kept telling my friend who was underage and using her sister's ID that she looked like Uma Thurman. Cute. He was Look hitting on her pretty hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those guys tend to have a heavy hand. Oh, he did. And they're very, <laughs> they're very old school. They're like, right. I'm fucking getting that ink in there. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But nowadays we have a lot more women and queer people. And just young people and people who take it seriously as an art. Like right. there's a lot of people who like went to OCAD or like art right. school who are now tattooing. So you can get these beautiful, delicate, gorgeous tattoos. Right. Which, you, you know, in the old days, they'd be like, is that a thick ass tribal? I'm down. 
I'm going to fuck it up, though. Perfect. <laughs> and I'm going to make you uncomfortable also. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're paying for the experience, you know? Definitely. Yeah. I yeah. want them to make me feel like I don't know what I want or what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And then I want them to kind of like, like light sexually harass me. Mm-hmm. I want, that's what I... Yeah. I'm just looking for. And then, like, do a shitty tribal tattoo on Totally. Me. I want that. Mm-hmm. We all want that. Can we just go back to the 90s or the early aughts? How old are we? <laughs> oh, my God. We're 26. Right, duh. So, in the 90s, we were, like, um, Not very even young. So, so oh, young. How so could we were, like, young. seven or something? I don't even know. I don't even know what time it is. I was so young, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Answered that. That was good. So... You didn't start tattooing. I, for some reason, I thought that you had done a little bit of tattoo apprenticing before. No. I was three months pregnant with my fourth completely unplanned child. Right. And I was having, I was having like a real crisis. Like, so I had already had three kids before I hit 30. And so even the fact that I had three kids, I wasn't like a mom because I was like that bitch who had three kids in her 20s and it was like unique and I was different and I was like an edgy bitch or whatever. And then suddenly I'm like, what, 32 or however old. I was in my 30s. Like 18? I was 18. I was in my 30s and I was pregnant with a kid and I was just like every other mom, which there's nothing wrong with that, guys. I'm sorry. I just had this like thing in my head because I started having kids so young. And yeah, suddenly I was like, oh my God, what's my identity? I'm just another 30 whatever year old woman having another fucking baby wearing a scrunchie like shopping at Walmart. Mm -hmm. Just fuck. So I was like, fuck it. And one day I just randomly left my house and went and got a tattoo. Like out of the, I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. And that'll show that I'm edgy and hip and cool. And I found this place in Carlton Place, which ironically I picked because it was run by a woman. It was called Stiletto Tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) What a name. Wow. And I went in and I got this tattoo on my arm done by a man, Falcon, that I had designed. Like, it was a drawing I had done. And while he was tattooing me, he was like, hey, man, like, have you ever thought about, like, you did this drawing? Have you ever thought about tattooing? And I was like, fucking, yes. But it's an impossible industry to get into back when I was in my early 20s. Right. Five years ago or whatever. (laughs) Super recently. So recently. And then he's like, yeah, I'm inheriting this, or like, I'm whatever like he bought the business she was leaving the next day he's like tomorrow i'm the owner of this business and i'm looking for an apprentice i was like oh my god also though i'm fucking pregnant like you know that right and he was like yeah cool so then i started apprenticing there and like learning some shit then i had a baby i couldn't do anything and then i started poking my husband and myself (laughs) yeah you did poking him like i knowed him (laughs) and then it just like snowballed it was like I started poking, and then within a month, I was, like, poking other people for fun. And then within, like, two months, I was like, oh, I better charge money because I'm spending money on supplies. And then fucking next thing I know, people are banging down the door. So dope. Nice. Don't go to university, kids. Just figure out a weird random skill midlife. Don't waste your time. Perfect earth. <laughs> cool. So you're pregnant. It's like cool pregnant chick mm-hmm. tattooing. I was. T- I remember. I have a picture we'll post on our Instagram Ooh. of me with my six month pregnant belly, hunched over my pregnant belly, with a tattoo gun tattooing my own leg. <laughs> it 
was like, oh my God. What's it like tattooing yourself? It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sucks. Because You're like, I, ow. Because I am uh, someone interested in learning to tattoo because mm-hmm. I can draw stuff. Mm-hmm. So I might as well tattoo. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but people say that they learn on themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody does their thighs. Mm-hmm. I've got my practice thigh. Yeah, you got your practice thigh. But I feel like... You need a practice guy. A, yeah. Huh? I need a couple of those. hey <laughs> At least two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry. Lord. We're... It's a good thing I'm not ovulating. Are you ovulating? I am not ovulating. Can you okay, guys even God. imagine oh how obscene God. we would be were we ovulating? Fuck. This is us kind of this premenstrual. Is, uh, yeah, I'm premenstrual. Like, I'm not even horny right now. Yeah, Imagine just, I was fucking horny. Uh, Holy shit. shit. Whew. Okay. Wow. So, but I imagine that I could see it being easier with the stick and poke because mm-hmm, you can go mm-hmm. more slowly. But with a gun, how the hell am I going to sit myself still for that? No, and it hurt. Like, I found with the gun, like, you'd hit like a, because it's fat, like, it's fast and it's more intense, you know? Mm-hmm. And you'd like hit a nerve point on your own leg or wherever. And then you'd like your own leg would go like, Ugh! but you're also the artist trying to like keep everything. Like it's just kind of a mind fuck. Yeah. But stick and poke's a bit different. I it's a lot easier to too, yeah. tattoo yourself, stick and poke. But yeah, I find that very difficult. Okay. So we've talked about machine. We've talked about stick and poke. I wanted to ask you, Sarah, right? Mm-hmm. If you know the answer to this. Uh, Ooh. Let's uh, see. Quiz, an, answer me once. Quiz time. Quiz, quiz me twice. I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to quote like um, what the Hobbit? Answer me once. <laughs> fool me twice. <laughs> Your mom's a whore. Quiz me twice. You're the fool. <laughs> fool. That's how suck it. Goes. <laughs> fool. Suck it. Okay. <laughs> what are some of the different ways that people can be tattooed? Are there ways other than like hand poke or stick and poke or prison tattoo? Or more traditional. Wolf a knife. <laughs> or wolf, rusty wolf a knife. Or machine. Well, actually, actually, I'm glad you brought this up. There's so many ways. People have been tattooing throughout history since like the dawn of man. Mm-hmm. Wool man. And they actually just found the oldest like intact human body in the Alps. And by jest, I mean like probably like six years ago. Otzi uh, uh, the Iceman? Yeah, or Utsi the Iceman. And if you look him up online, Utsi the Iceman, he's, he's a dope on rapper. The podcast more than once, <laughs> believe it or not. He's cool. He's got tattoos. Straight up tattooed, bruh. Mm-hmm. And and is it like um like a dolphin on his lower back? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a dolphin with like um tribal, but like not any actual tribe kind of like, you know, those pokey things. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh he also had a tongue piercing. <laughs> Uh, Utsi has and his eyebrow, right? Yeah, yeah, eyebrow, yeah, yeah, and it's like too big mm-hmm. and like it's kind of traveling out. Yeah, it's you know? like dangling a little bit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's always sore. Mm-hmm. Poor Utsi, the Ice Man. He was really That's ahead my of his fucking times. rap name, you guys. That's a cool rap name. And yeah. he's like just covered in bling, like diamonds, right? Yeah, Ice? he's got like yeah. a diamond fucking necklace that just says Utsi, <laughs> and he's covered in tattoos. Yep. Anyway, he had tattoos in. What we would call now, um, oh fuck, what's that thing you poke with a needle and it makes you feel better? Acupuncture. Acupuncture in like acupuncture points. Yeah. So there's a few theories, but uh, one of them that I think makes the most sense, also based on what I just read about indigenous tattooing in Canada's north, 
is that they would tattoo, they would poke him with a tattooed needle to help because he had arthritis in his fingers. And so he had like little poke tattoos on the arthritic joints. And so I just read about it being used as a therapeutic thing where you're causing like a very subtle wound. So white blood cells rush to the wound to heal it, but thereby also rushing to the problem area that needs that extra white blood cell like oompa. So like if you have an infection, I just read about um, the Inuk people of Canada who would commonly the women would tattoo their chests But during breastfeeding, if they got an infection, they would tattoo the area and all the white blood cells would come and fucking kick that infection's ass. Wow. And they got a sick tattoo. So does the, I don't know if you know the answer to this question, but like, is the ink necessary? You are a doctor. Right, 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 right. No. Is the ink necessary? It wouldn't be necessary. I was actually just reading about tattooing in Thailand. I'm sure everyone out there either has or knows someone who went to Thailand and got like that crazy tattoo where they, well, traditionally, I think now they use needles attached to bamboo sticks and they mm. tap it. But traditionally, it would just be a sharpened bamboo stick and they like tap, 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 tap it like super far. It's totally nuts. It's like this long stick. But they would give those tattoos sometimes with ink, but often with oil. Oh. So it wasn't even a tattoo. Like, it didn't show. But it was, um, you know, healing. Hmm. Uh, Another really cool tattooing practice the Maori people would do is using almost like little chisels. And they would do kind of like my my exacto knife situation where mm-hmm. they would actually, especially the facial tattoos, they would chisel out the design into your flesh and then rub the ink. And of course, it's made out of, I don't know, natural shit. I don't know what I didn't read that much, but <laughs> uh, and they'd rub it into an open wound that they chiseled out of your flesh. And then my favorite one mm-hmm. is, again, um, the Inuit people. They would sometimes use bone and do like a stick and poke, but also they have this kind of threading technique where they would, I think at the time they would take like sinew and now they'll, they do with like cotton thread and stuff, or I don't know if it's cotton, don't quote me on that, but like proper thread yeah, and dip it in the ink that they've made and they would sew it through you and like r- drag the ink soaked thread and like sew a fucking tattoo in your face wild or wherever you're doing it anyway yeah there's all different kinds of ways of tattooing but you know basically you're just trying to get ink in skin Mm -hmm. and people have been doing it for always okay (laughs) okay what a great segue wow all right i must be a professional podcaster (laughs) okay 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 Okay. little john in the house okay Okay. what yeah (laughs) yeah he was great remember that guy yeah i sure do what um okay so we're talking about different types of tattooing yeah we are what are some common misconceptions about hand poke tattooing specifically because that's what you do that (laughs) is it omg okay okay (laughs) anyway that's a great question melody do tell Pray, do, do pray tell. Pray, I'm praying that you do tell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was good. (laughs) Talking about segues. Common misconceptions about hand poke tattooing. Rewind. What? What? Well, I often have people come and they assume it's going to hurt more than traditional machine tattoo. 
right. which is the big one. That's the big one. They're like, oh my God, this is going to be a fucking nightmare, like a torture fucking chamber. And then they're shocked. Like, I'm like, you know, I explained to them, no, it, it most people think it hurts less. It's a very gentle that, and I have a, I have a very gentle hand. And then I poke that. I go, okay, are you ready? And yeah. I go, what's your safe word? No, I don't. <laughs> but that'd be funny. <laughs> so I say, are you ready? And then I poke them and they go, oh, wait, is that it? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And they're like, oh my God, I could barely feel that. Mm. Fact. Now, if you're going to get tattooed for three hours and I'm blasting color into you with a shader on the top of your foot, like, bitch, please, you're getting fucking tattooed. It's not a, a spa. Yeah, please, bitch. Please, please, bitch. Bitch, please. <laughs> but no, in general, yep. it's very gentle. Um, I've definitely had people ask me how long they last. I'm like, um, for better or for worse, <laughs> this dolphin, it's going to last forever. Please don't ask me to tattoo a dolphin. I was just going to say, have you ever tattooed a dolphin? I have. Oh, my God. I have. This is the best tattoo story actually ever. Um, and I think um, we had a question. I'm praying that you do tell. I'm praying that I will tell. <laughs> That's please, me playing. Praying. Please, God. I've never prayed, obviously. Uh, Sarah, please tell the story. Thank you, God. I love how you talk like that when you talk to God. Yeah, we have a really special relationship. Mm-hmm. God's like, talk like this. He's a real nerd. He's like, he's like, God's such oh, a dark nerd. Let me take some notes. I'll get my pen out of my pocket protector and make some notes. Okay. okay. Oh, my papa had a pocket protector. Uh, so did my grandpa. Cute. Yeah. Um, okay. Best tattoo dolphin story. Pray do tell. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, cool, cool, super cool dude. Yeah. I was doing, uh, helping doing a fundraiser for a friend's partner um, had cancer and unfortunately passed before the funds could be distributed, I think. But anyway, we were doing like a small little party auction potluck and I was doing tattoos and the funds were going towards our friend Josh. And, and a very special, cool dude came for his first tattoo the funniest fucking guy you'll ever meet okay and he goes i want a dolphin on my arm and i wanted to say what's up <laughs> above it and i was like fuck bud are you sure like your first tattoo is what you want he's like yeah give it to me <laughs> so i fucking hand poked like a like an you know you can picture the the arching yep. jumping dolphin yep. with just the word what's up <laughs> <laughs> across the top of it that was his first tattoo wow and he's in fucking gym what's this gentleman's name his name's paul julian graf and he's the coolest guy his name is paul and i love him okay so you did tattoo a dolphin i tattooed a dolphin yeah and i've also tattooed a croissant and i've also tattooed a piece of pizza in a crystal ball getting struck by lightning whoa that wow. was paul's sister juliana they're wild so my next question i mean i don't know if you answered it already or not i think you might have but maybe you can think of something else to add whoa can you tell us the wildest tattoo you've done to date slash your favorite tattoo you've done if it wasn't what you already said all right i just told you my two wildest and favorite tattoos so tattoos can be extremely sentimental mm-hmm. and i know okay. i okay. did a very i did i did a really cool one okay 
I don't know if you know about Perth Pico, but they're amazing. I do. They were on um, an episode of the podcast talking about pie. And Cassie's the coolest ever. And she gets all her tattoos from me now. And she's so cool. And she has a face tattoo and a neck tattoo. She has a face tattoo? Uh, Yeah. She's got like, we like went across her ear in a straight line right onto her face. And then did like another geometric shape. Cool. And she had this big neck tattoo. She's got like a big line between her titties tattoo and a big leg tattoo and hand tattoos from me but then one time she got her dog's nose print when they put their dog down i guess often they'll like give you your dog's paw print as like Mm -hmm. a keepsake and she was like no no no. like i want my dog's nose print and it's so cool it's like a fingerprint like the right it's really intricate i think that's actually a thing too is it not that a dog's nose print is like a fingerprint i bet it was cool, and I tattooed this that is a onto science her. Podcast, by the way, uh, so that was really like cool. I tattooed someone's dog, like their actual dog, on them right after it died. People love their dogs, huh? They really do. Yeah, and I really, I mean, this is so intimate. I, I had a client who came. They lost a baby quite late in their pregnancy, mm-hmm. and she came to my home with her children and her husband and got a tattoo in memoriam of the child they lost and all the kids and her husband sat with her and I was able to give the kids like little temporary tattoos of the same tattoo with the stencil paper. So all the kids had the same one as their mom. And that was really special. It was like, I can't believe people are allowing me, you know, like what a privilege. Yeah. But I have that I have that all the time. Like people coming in and just the privilege of like people allowing me into their lives and allowing me to help them mark these really intense occasions or events in their lives, mm-hmm. like permanently on their body, like the amount of trust. Like forget the fact that it's a permanent thing I'm putting on you, hopefully you don't fuck it up. <laughs> trust. But then just the trust to be so vulnerable. I just feel, and they often share their stories with me. Like, it just, it's such a privilege. Like, I fucking drive to work every day thinking, like, I can't believe this is my job. You know, yeah. like, I'm getting all verklempt. I'm getting a little verklempt here. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. I don't have feelings. I'm so right. Except for I do, Never you wrong. guys, and you guys give me feelings. Mm. I was going to go pervy with it, but then I decided it was inappropriate. Mm-mm. So I wrote this question down. I think you already answered it. So we can probably skip it. But just in case you have something else to say, did you have any wild experiences being tattooed? Yeah. Yeah. I have a good one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which I think a lot of people could, a lot of women can connect to. I've had a couple. So one time, so I have these this really cool tattoo that I literally got the idea from a stripper. Mm. Sex work is valid work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just saying that mm-hmm. but i was like i don't know 18 and i have these three stars very close to my vagina like in that like where your underwear a little crook a little crook yeah and i went to get that done and i went with my boyfriend at the time and i like I had to take my pants off which i don't think i had to take my pants off but they were like you have to take your pants off and your panties off. (laughs) And he put a piece of paper towel over my pussy Uh and then tattooed me 
with his assistant and two other tattoo artists who worked there came to watch the tattoo because it was a very unique tattoo. Right. Yeah, it was three stars. Yeah. Very unique. Difficult. Three stars. Good Not five. Not five. Yeah. Oh, I'm only a three star. (laughs) And I was like halfway through, I was kind of like, Oh, and he was like holding the bit. Like it was just fucking weird. Yeah. And I realized like, Oh my God, they're all here. Cause I'm 18 and my pussy's out. Yeah. And then I Did had, they all have visible like half chubs? I could, I couldn't tell. You weren't looking at their crotches. Why? I was not <laughs> so at weird. the time. I was not at the time. And then I, when I got my back tattooed, right. The guy had me sit in a rolly chair, like facing away from him. Yeah. And he had a rolly chair and he tattooed my back while pushing his boner into my ass. Oh, God. And he had a boner? Uh-huh. And I couldn't move because he was fucking tattooing me. And I was like 18 and didn't know how to like stand up for myself. And he said, you know what I love about tattooing white girls is that they blush. And I was like, no, that's rage and embarrassment on my face. Ew. Send us Sarah, your gross tattoo stories. You did it. I'm speechless. Oh. So gross. It was so gross. That is so gross. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a whole gross man culture about like the mm-hmm. tattoo shop. Am I mm-hmm. right? It's big. Is it still just as like prevalent as it was when we were teenagers? Because when I was a teenager and got my teenager 18 year old tattoo, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was gross. Like the guy yeah. was rushing through the tattoos. He didn't give a shit about what he was doing. He was just doing it. Okay. So I was in boarding school, Mm -hmm. of course, in Massachusetts and tattooing. I don't know what it's like now, but at the time tattooing was illegal in Massachusetts. What? That's insane. So we drove to New Hampshire and Salem, New Hampshire was this like little weird tattoo haven. There are a gajillion tattoo shops in Salem, New Hampshire, because it was right at like the Massachusetts border. That's super weird. And we went from shop to shop. We went to a few different places and we're like, we want to get tattooed like today. Mm hmm. And we went to the first place where we didn't have to wait. Yep. Benny. Benny. I have a glow-in-the-dark magnet on my fridge that says, Benny's tattoos, get that certain glow, because it glows in the dark. It's very clever. Wow. Yeah. He wasn't, like, overtly pervy, but he definitely was, like, inappropriately flirting with my 17-year-old friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is that... It's not so bad now. There's so many young people, queer Mm -hmm. people, women in the industry, and... There's a huge call-out culture now. Like, people are like, oh, this tattoo artist fucking sexually assaulted me. And, like, you now that we have social media, like, you're not going to get too far if someone fucking calls you out. Like, it explodes. Right. You know? Thank you, internet. Thank you. us safe. So there's a big call-out culture in tattooing right now. Right. Uh, which good. I approve of. Yep. Great. Yeah. Very good. And sometimes clients make you uncomfortable. Right. I've had a few experiences that I won't go into detail. Right. Where I have rather large men who are either inappropriate during the tattoo or seem like lovely humans and then like contact me afterwards in a very inappropriate way. Please don't do that. Right. I don't want to fuck you. Just because I let you tell me your life story man yeah doesn't mean i want your penis in my body yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i think that a lot of people have a hard time 
as someone who works in customer service and not as closely as you like with working on people's literal skin bods bods but I, I mean, working in the in customer service, people have a hard time seeing like the boundary between like, mm-hmm. I work in customer service, and I am providing you with great service mm-hmm. with a smile. And I'm and they're like, you devel- want me, I'm developing rapport, because mm-hmm. that's my job. Yeah, like I want you to buy some shit, brah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they're funny. Like, cool. What's your number? Yeah. Nope. No, no. This is I'm doing my job. This is a job. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Last question. Okay. Last question. I'm sure people are so sad to hear that this is the last last one. I'm so sorry. Um, I have another question, not tattoo related. After this, so I love it. Everybody, stay cool. Don't cry yourself to sleep. It's fine. Actually, stay awake for the rest of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Cry Mm -hmm. yourself to sleep when we're done. Yeah. Okay. If someone wanted, (laughs) (laughs) if someone wanted to get into tattooing, could you give us a loose sort of outline of how one might do that? Mm -hmm. I assume you probably should have some drawing skills, but like me, me, I have some drawing skills. Say, hey, Sarah, I want to get into tattooing. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Okay. Number one, make a fucking portfolio. Draw, 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 draw. Yep. Make a portfolio. No tattoo artist is even going to fucking talk to you. If you're just like, oh, I don't know. I just like love tattoos. And you're not trying. You have to show the artist that mm-hmm. you're fucking serious and you've already put some legwork in. And and can I interject just a quick mm-hmm. question related to that? If you're working on a portfolio to present to said tattoo artist, do you need to like focus on line work and that kind of stuff? Focus on what you want to be tattooing. Right. And then approach an artist who's doing a similar thing. Right. So if you're great at line work, great. Work on that. If you love portraiture and realism, do that. And then approach an artist who's also doing that. Right. Um, Make sure you have tattoos. Mm. Don't fucking come with your virgin ass skin and be like, oh, like they're not going to take you seriously. Right. So, so you're approaching an artist uh, with what, what's the end goal? So you're approaching a tattoo artist because you want them to sh- help to you. To teach you, you what they know. Right. So it's going to be unpaid. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're fucking prepared to bust your ass and work like almost full work days for no money. For like how long? It totally depends. Right. Um, so what I suggest, there's a place called Ink and Water Tattoos and they have I believe they have three shops in Toronto mm-hmm. and they might have more elsewhere, but they're known for their teaching. And if you can get through the learning process, you're, you have a job there. Right. And they're quite a large, it's like a, like a tattoo shop with like 20 artists in it, you know, and they will walk you through, they will, you know, if they see your portfolio and they see that you're like, honestly, serious yeah like you can't just be like you know 17 and just like oh tattooing is cool and i think i'm gonna do it like you come with your fucking portfolio you come with your tattoos you come with like a hard work attitude yeah and they see that they'll fucking teach you for free but you're you're working you're doing this jo- it's like going to school 
Right. But then you have a job. And I, I've seen quite a few tattoo artists go through ink and iron, and they're good. They're good. Ink and water. Ink and water. Ink and water. Sorry, yeah. You know, there's these new places like that. So I would search those places out. Because, like, in the old days, when I was wanting to be a tattoo artist in my fucking teens, it'd be like, you're sucking up to these men you're going to be like their coffee bitch lackey for a year. They're not Mm going to let you touch skin for fucking a year. Mm -hmm. Like you're just like a servant. Right. But it's better now. Right. And and look, and there's, there's schools like tattoo schools. You definitely want to, like if you're Googling tattoo schools, you definitely want to like super check their references Mm -hmm. and know that it's not just some like hack. Right. You know, taking your money. So so draw your pictures, do your research, really learn about tattooing and the history of it and how it works. Like do all your own personal research so that when you approach someone, you're not just some dude coming in off the street being like, I think I'm cool. I want to be a tattoo artist. Right. Come in showing that you're ready to fucking do the legwork and are committed to it and love it as an art, you know? So, or just teach yourself. (laughs) And fake skin, Mm -hmm. that's a thing you can buy, right? Like, what do people tattoo on in the very beginning? There's this fake skin stuff. Like, what the hell is that, first of all? So, my biggest thing to point out is, usually if you just, like, Google fake skin, Amazon, whatever, it comes in peach, okay? Right. It comes in peach. There's companies out there, I don't know the name offhand, but you can find it, like, Google it, that is all the skin tones. So number one, if you're going to try to be a tattoo artist or if you're a fledgling artist and you're learning and you're practicing, get all the fucking skin tones because right. there's so much racism in tattooing. People don't know how to tattoo more melanin skin and it's a fucking problem and it's being called out. Like you're going to get fucking called out. So when you're buying the fake skin, which I personally have never used because I am self-taught which is another way you can go about it, which mm-hmm. I don't recommend if you can get an apprenticeship. That's great because you don't have to fucking reinvent the wheel. Right. But get the skin and make sure you get a variety of skin tones, number one, because you need to know. Yeah. Like, and, and people think like, okay, you know, it's like a pen or something, but it's fucking not. And like using white is different than using black, is different than using red. Right. Like all the inks, the way they go into any skin is very different. Using a a red ink, like if you're an artist, if you go to a tattoo shop and you're like, listen, I want this tattoo and I want no black and I want it to be red and yellow, and they say they won't do it, like that's bullshit, that means they don't know what they're doing. Right. But don't fucking insist because they don't know what they're doing. Right. And those inks look, it's like using a marker and using a ballpoint pen and using watercolors. Like it's very different. It's not the same color to color to color. It's like using a completely different medium. Hmm. So if someone, if you have an artist like pushing against what you're doing, go find another artist because, you know, they're 
they're not comfortable. They should just say, listen, I don't know how to use this and I'm not mm-hmm. comfortable. But, you know, you remind, you're reminding me of that show that I love that you didn't love called Blown Away on Netflix. Blown Away. About glass blowing. Yeah. Um, I was watching one the other day and the girl was like trying to do something with all these colors and she was like, I'm running into problems because I have yellow glass on the end of this piece and the yellow glass, I heat it up and it's still like ice cold and the other mm. glass is all heated up and like right. freaking out it works different it's funny because there there's actually a lot of chemistry that goes into colors and with yeah. painting too with um i used to do printmaking and different colors would act differently on the plates like yeah. white oxidizes when you anyway yeah it's a whole thing so i apprenticed with falcon but for like three months and i didn't really learn anything because he had never apprenticed someone. He had no idea what to teach. And I had never learned anything about tattooing. So I didn't know what to ask. Right. So I was just basically watching a guy tattoo and not even know what question. Like now I'd be like, okay, how do you use white and what size needle and blah, blah, blah. Right. At the time, like I didn't know the questions. So I taught myself, which again is not ideal. But my brother-in-law, who's a tattoo artist, I was talking to him about white. I was like, what the fuck is up with white? Because white and yellow, people's skin swell up. Like, you'll do a whole tattoo, no Mm -hmm. swelling, very gentle. And then you put some white shading or, like, highlights in. And it's like a huge bump. And it's all swollen. And you're like, what? And you can't see the white until, like, two hours later. So it's really hard to work with those light colors like that. Because... You can't see if you put enough in. Right. You know, like it's it's not visually there yet. You're like, just come uh, back next week. So I'm like waiting for a photograph to develop. Yeah. It's like that. It's exactly like that. And my brother-in-law told me, he's like, no, white pigment, like on a molecular level, yeah. the white is thicker. So when you're putting it in the skin, it's thicker. So it's making a bump. Like it's making a swelling because you're putting in... Like the black is a nice fine, a fine tip pen. Yeah, you know, and the white is like fine tip pen, just a fine Mm. tip pen old hat. (laughs) And the white is like this big molecule going under the skin, so it it makes a bump, and you need to use a bigger needle. Anyway, it's super trippy. You need a bigger needle for the. You need a bigger needle. So, like, if I'm using a needle. Oh, this is a cool hot tip. You can put this on Patreon. Tattoo artists have different size needles, and you'll often notice your artists pull out a bunch of different needles. What are they doing? It's like pens. So you have a five and a seven and a nine, and then you have a shader. You have a 13 shader and a 10 shader and a whatever. What's happening is that it's the number of little points so a tattoo needle isn't a single needle it's like a single piece of metal a five liner would have five point like five needles sticking out the bottom right seven has seven needles so on and so forth and a seven's going to make a thicker line yeah and a liner all the points come to a point like a head like like a pen right like they all go at the end yeah Whereas a shader is like a marker. Like they're not, they don't come to a point together at the end. They're splayed out. Yeah. To pack more color and whatever. Yeah. Do shading. It's like brushes. Yeah, it is. It's like paintbrushes. Handy pee. Cool. Now, before we go, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I like to 
ask everyone what you're listening to or watching or reading mm-hmm, mm-hmm. any like what are you consuming okay okay i'm consuming a lot of con queso <laughs> yes you are and um i'm obsessed with this show called elementary and it's a sherlock one of the sherlock series what's it on i think it, it's on amazon okay lucy lewis watson yeah and this hot, cool British guy's Holmes, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. And they're fucking brilliant. It's the best show. And Lucy Lou's my hero. And she's a goddess. And no one else matters. But that's all accurate. AF. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I said and, that because I'm like yeah. 20. AF. Yeah. Uh, that reads. That reads. Yeah. Ship I, it. I, I'm, uh, I'm for that. I ship them. Yeah. I'm here for that. I'm, I, oh, yeah. I'm here for That's that, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here, here for that. that. I'm yeah. here. Um, and also, I've been listening to the podcast Snap Judgment. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Oh, my God. I listen to it all the time. Snap Judgment? Yeah. It's brilliant. There's, like, this guy who's the podcast host. He's a great storyteller. He's amazing. And it's, like, human stories. Oh. And they're fucking interesting and awesome. Cool. Uh, but this one thing happens. He's got this like smooth jazz, like he's a smooth talking jazz voice oh, guy. Yeah, kind of like me, right? Just like Melody yeah. stuck with him. <laughs> and then right before the podcast starts, so he talks all like, you know, he's like telling the story. And, da, 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 da. Uh-huh. and then right before it goes to like the people telling their story, he goes, and, and now you're listening to us and blah, blah, blah. Stop judgment. And says, stop judgment. <laughs> like, so fast and awkwardly, and it fucking hurts my body every time. And I was listening to it with my son today, who's probably the funniest, cool, coolest person I know. And I was waiting. Like, I didn't want to tell Leon. I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to do the snap judgment thing. Like, it's just so fucking weird and uncomfortable. And I was like, I wonder what Leon will think, because we're the same person. And the guy does it. And uh, now ready to da, da, da. snap judgment. And Liam was like, what was that? Why would he say it like that? That was so awkward. I was like, yes. <laughs> so that was good. I'll have to listen to it. It's great. Snap judgment. Is it, is it like a longer format thing or is it shorter? Sure. It is like, no, it's like, uh, like half an hour, I think. Okay, okay. So it opens like he, there's like a theme. And then he tells like an anecdote mm-hmm. in his like smooth voice, and he's got this very cool history. So he's got all these great anecdotes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he goes to the person, they tell their story. And and he also has like a sister podcast called Spooked, okay. where it was all the stories he was sent or found that were like pretty fucking spooky, but not nice. in like a ghost story way. It's like oh. real people being like, "Yo, this is what happened to me." And you're like, oh man, that shit's freaky. Check wow. it out. I will. What are you listening to? Well, I'm not. What are you list- consuming? Oh, what am I consuming? Con queso? Oh, red wine. Mm-hmm. Red, red, red wine. wine. I'm not consuming Kesha's new podcast, but I heard that Kesha. You know, Kesha? Kesha? Kesha, the like singer. Spelt with like money symbols? Yeah. Yeah! yeah. She has a podcast that's newish that's all about ghosts. I'm going to start spelling Sarah with a money symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah <it>. Ann. <laughs> Mom, why'd you bless me with such a fucking ordinary name? Are you shitting me? But if you spell the Ann with the anarchy symbol. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Loves it. I'm here for it. I'm here I for ship it, it. Too. I I stand you hard. 
Wait, what? I stand you. I stand you? Is that a thing? Stan. Stan? Yeah, like Stanley. It's from an Eminem song. No. It's a thing that they say, okay? Do they even know who Eminem is? Apparently they do, and they know the song about his stalker Stanley, and they say, Oh, and it means you're obsessed with it. Yes. It's a new obsessed, because Jonathan, what's his face? Van Ness. He's always like, I'm obsessed with this. I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with you. Do you think he says, I stan it? He's gonna. I follow him on Instagram now. Jonathan Van Ness, could you just write in and clarify if you stand Teach Me Tiger podcast or or are you obsessed with Sarah Money Sign, Anarchy Sign, (laughs) and (laughs) Right Never Wrong? (laughs) That's you. You just started this Right Never Wrong. I like it. (laughs) It's true. Sarah's always right. It's a fact. It's irritating for everyone <laughs> else know. in my life. Uh, God, stop it. Never. What am I listening to, though? I'm what not listening, listening to, to Kesha. I've been meaning to listen to that. Okay. Eminem, though? Hobbs. <laughs> Mostly. Uh, in the bath with your candles. Yeah. I can't <laughs> Just even... listen to old Eminem. <laughs> I so am. No. 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 I've said this before on the podcast, and I will say it again. Do I it. am currently... Still slash have a renewed obsession with comedy Bang Bang. Oh, you ever listen to that show? It's so fucking so funny. funny. Comedy Bang Bang, comedy Bang Bang, comedy Bang Bang, comedy Bang Bang. Who's my boyfriend? Scott Ackerman. No. Oh, wow. Jason Manzukis is on it all the time. And Horatio Sands is on there all the time. So Paul Rust. Paul fucking Rust. He does this thing called the New No Nos. He's from that show Love that was on Netflix with um Gillian Jacobs. What? You're saying all these names. You know, I don't do names. Okay. Well, Paul Rust is very funny, and he does a thing called the new no-nos on Comedy Bang Bang, and it's very funny. And I just completed, wait for it, <gasps> I went back in the catalog a little I'm bit. Waiting. I went back in the catalog a little bit. It's like from April or something. They did a 10-hour long episode for their 10-year anniversary. I just finished it. It took me a couple days to get through it. But it was so was it brilliant? fucking funny. Because they get weirder and dumber and wilder well, throughout the time, right? And for the 10 hours, <laughs> yeah. for the 10th anniversary, they had on all of these guests from previous years. Oh. So it was like all of the heavy hitters. It was you, so you fucking You might know good. some of these people from, what's the hormone monster one? Yeah. Uh, 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 Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Nick These are the people who it. made Big Mouth yes. are the people who made this podcast. Yes. And actually, I think... Oh, geez, I believe that. that's like a a running joke of Scott Ackerman's that he's not on Big Mouth because he probably should be. Mouth. Yeah, <laughs> but Scott Ackerman, he's so fucking funny and he's so smart. And every comedian is a genius. Let's go. And he <laughs> and he's like he just keeps the ball rolling no matter what. I even if it. he cracks up giggling, he's it fucking is ready. The funniest show. And if you haven't listened to it. Go listen to Comedy Bang Bang. Turn off this shitty podcast. Turn off Tisha Tiger. I love you. I love you so much. (laughs) But go go put it on. It's 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 so fucking funny. And Scott Ackerman calls his wife Cool Up, his ex girlfriend, because she's not his (laughs) girlfriend anymore. She's his wife. (laughs) So he always refers to her as his ex-girlfriend. That's fucking brilliant. Oh my God. I love it. That's brilliant. Greg is now my ex-boyfriend. Comedy gold. Oh man. Yeah. Comedy bang bang. Go listen. Go. It's weekly. Go now. Go. None of this every three weeks bullshit. I see. Listen. I see you washing the dishes right now. And you, you're just in your car driving. And you, you're just sitting at your fucking kitchen table. What are you doing? Get up. Comedy bang bang, put your dishes down, 
Sandra. Get out of your car, Bruce. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to get out of your car. To Stay in it. the car. But like, put the other podcast on. The podcast. Yes. Yes. Comedy Bang Bang. Weekly. Listen to it. Wow. They should give us money. They should give us money because they actually have money. They're making money. <sighs> They're a Stitcher <sighs> Premium. Bang Bang Bang. On that note, you got any plugs? Uh, butt plugs, butt plugs, hair plugs, plugs. <laughs> nose plugs. I've got some butt plugs. They're under my bed. Don't. Why under your bed? They're in a little box under in the a bed. little drawer. I don't have a little drawer for the butt plugs at this current moment because I just moved Sarah. You just Ann have right. a butt plug box. I just have a box, just of a box that's labeled. It's bed. labeled because she labels all her shit when she moves. Right? It's like yeah. kitchen stuff. Living room stuff, butt plug CDs, VHS, <laughs> butt plug stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. laundry stuff, more VHS, Blu-ray. Yeah. Fucking loves Blu-ray. Like I'm in, I'm, you know, I'm in Mel's house. I'm not, I, but I'm imagining I am. Yeah. Well, you're, you're here in, in, um, in, in Zoom video. spirit. And I just see Blu-rays everywhere. I fucking love a Blu-ray. Is that hey, an Atari? Sarah. Sarah. Can, I, I just really love Blu-rays. Yo, is and, that and, and seven you, Jurassic Park Blu-rays? <laughs> can you uh, can you make me a Blu-ray tattoo? But I want it to represent how mm. like I'm really independent mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. like an independent mm-hmm. woman now. Mm-hmm. But I love mm-hmm. Blu-rays and Beyonce and Beyonce. but like Destiny's Child. Yes, can you do that? I think like maybe if you send me a Robert Frost poem, okay. also okay. I can just like really. Can it be Sylvia Plath? That'd be great, and like I would love to and draw sexting. you something. Yeah, and then I I'd love it if you were like, "That's perfect. That's everything I want." And then wait till you get to my studio, and then you're like, "Could we just make a couple changes?" Mm-hmm. And then we do On a completely different tattoo. Yes, you're like instead of a cloud, can we do a lamp? And instead of a tree, could it be like a 1987 Mercedes hatchback? Mm-hmm. And like, I love what you've done with the bumblebee, but like, instead of a bee, could it be like a, a monster truck? But like, that's all. Yeah. That'd be great. I'd love that. Could you do that? Yep. Cool. Can't wait. Okay. I can't wait for my symbolic Blu-ray tattoo. I love that. It's going to be what? A monster truck. A monster truck and a Mercedes Benz hatchback <laughs> from 1987. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you one of those car guys? Hang on. Hang on. I'm Hang selling on. you a car. Wait oh a boy. minute. Oh, you got me. Oh, you got boy. me. I'm just moonlighting <laughs> as a tattoo artist to sell used cars. <laughs> used monster trucks. <laughs> <laughs> and Mercedes Benz hatchbacks. <laughs> oh, Lord. Won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? 1987 hatchback. <laughs> Janis Joplin, 1987. Classic. I keep fucking Okay, but anyway, listen. What do you want to yeah. plug? Uh, um, uh, just a tip. Yeah. Just a tip. Hand poke tattoos. Tell me your website. Uh, just tip. Hand poke tattoos.com. I also, um, I've been doing a lot of like social media type shit for people and like making websites and logos and shit. So if you're down like a clown, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm a bit of a a business slash social media guru. Slash so, mogul. Mogul, mogul. So if you need some consulting oh, yeah. about like how to make your website not look like you're at a shawarma rep- restaurant in 1993, I'm your guy. 
Cool. So I was going to ask you how people can support you during the pandemic because you're obviously not tattooing right now. Do you do like gift certificates or anything where people could like give you a little money now to get you through the, you know, know, um, I've been making a lot of art and I'm thinking of selling some art real cheap. Like I find gift certificates tricky because since I have four kids and like a mortgage and shit, Mm. uh, when I get the money and then later I need the money and then they're like, oh, it's a gift certificate. And I'm like, oh, that was groceries. I want you guys to know I spend over $500 a week on groceries, just so you fucking know. And all my meat is homegrown. It's not even on meat. They eat so much. I want you to know I'm silently shaking my head. Shaking heads. But no, I'm going to sell some art and buy, buy it. Buy uh, it. Where do you post that on Instagram? Is I that guess where? I'm gonna. Okay. I, if What's you guys Instagram? have any ideas about how I should make some money, go to my Instagram. Just the tip hand poke tattoos at Instagram. Hey, so let me know. And where or like if you wanna mail me like um gift money. certificates to like um the grocery store <laughs> yes. or like Giant Tiger. Sure. <laughs> so like just for fun. You're like, I'm so rich. Here's fifty bucks of Giant Tiger. I'd be like, I'm gonna buy seven bags of apples. Oh, God. And it'll last four days. Oh. <laughs> where did people find out when you finally launch your OnlyFans? Where are you gonna break that news? Instagram. Okay, just I the think tip hand poke do touches. it. Oh, I literally think you should. Listen, if you guys think I should do it, and I'll post some sexy content, I will, because I'm a sexy motherfucker. You have a great ass. I have the best ass really in do. town. You do. I do. I have the greatest ass in all I've of been blessed. the land. I'm hashtag blessed. Yeah, I'll are. post pictures of my butt if you give me money. Or either way. <laughs> I mean, no, give me money. Give me money. If you want to see that ass, you got to give get me with that my cash. Money. If you want to be my butt friend, you got to send me some money. No one's going to do it now because I send did that. me some money. Then it's you get to see my butt. butt. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to send me some money so you can see my butt. It's so good. What, what, what? Yeah! Oh my god! Wow! Oh wait, what's my rapper name? Um, your rapper name is Utsi the Iceman. Yeah, Utsi yes. the Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, what? Uh, what? Can, how? How do we find you? Well, I haven't been making art lately, although I have a commission that I'm going to get to work on pretty soon here. Mm-hmm, Sandra, mm-hmm. I'm looking at you. You guys can commission art off our lovely Melody Stark brother. You could. I'm not super available right now, but <laughs> I am commission me, but yeah. my art's not like Mel's. It's, yeah, just commission so Sarah good. for now. I'm kind of busy but um, <laughs> i'm at melodystarkweather.ca you can find the podcast at teach me tiger podcast.ca because.com was too expensive expensive <laughs> um, we're on facebook and instagram at teach me tiger podcast if you go to patreon.com slash teach me tiger podcast you can give us money do it two dollars a month gets you access to Bonus butt episodes picks. and maybe some butt pics but you should probably, probably watch not. sarah's instagram for that <laughs> <laughs> but there is a bonus episode for every new episode we record so there will be one for this very episode right here what are we gonna talk about oh I my god what are you gonna talk about we've already talked about so much something to do with butts i don't know butt stuff butt stuff hey mel um yeah i gotta ask you a question yeah sarah yeah um, anything for you i just um i just have a I just have like a really personal question to ask you. Oh, 
yes. Um, I I wink, wink. I know wink, what you're saying. Blush emoji. Wink. I just like I want to ask you like a really. I think the answer is no. I think the answer is no. But I just really. Want to ask I'm going to tell you from experience, the answer is yes, yes. With lube. A thousand times yes, with lube. On top. You get on top, girl. That's, that's right. how it works. Don't let him come in from behind until you're seasoned. Right. That's right. Professional. Yeah. Hop on top, bitch. And this is the amazing content you're going to find over at patreon.com slash teach me tiger podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. <laughs> sorry if you're listening, Mom. I hope you stop listening by Thank now. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm really, really sorry. Sorry, Brenda. Thanks. Not much. sorry. Thanks so much. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Sarah. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It just feels like I've really just come home. You know, I just came all over this podcast. I just came home all over this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> and <laughs> and remember, it's, it's a, jungle a jungle out there. there. Teach me, Tiger, how to tease you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tiger, Tiger, I want to squeeze you. Thank you.